fucking intro. This is Destin. And I'm Chris. And this is SLC Punkcast. Punkcast! Yeah! This is episode 67. Yes. Episode 67, Chris. You know what? There is a shit ton of stuff. This list just doesn't seem to be getting any smaller. It seems no, to be getting it, bigger, Chris. It doesn't. And I'm trying to narrow the window in which I'm including on here, Chris. I feel sometimes like you just throw shit off just fucking make me read more. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But you it's know what? and a half. It's only a half, or it's only a full oh, page. Most man. of a full page. This is SLC Punkcast. We are punk rock review and interview show, reviewing, critiquing all genres and subgenres of punk rock music. And there's a whole bunch of new stuff, Dustin. Yeah, there is. Let's get right into what special is new the, and what is coming. All right, here we go. The special pops with the Stay, Stay True EP. That's September 23rd. Hit the switch with Entropic, September 25th. Zombie with Eyes. Coming out swinging September 25th, The Pagans of Northumberland. But this can't go on. That's Came a out single. September 26th. That's single. a single to have an album forthcoming. Figure eight, I don't mind. September 26th, Visa Vree, The Wolves Tape. September 28th, Anti Flag with American Reckoning. That's an acoustic album. September 28th, right? Acoustic. Yes. Yep. Um, Terror with Total Retaliation. September 28th, The Living End. Wunderbar. September 28th, Dirtbox Disco with Hooray, Hooray. September 28th, the Spitfire, something worth fighting for. It's a single on the 28th. As December Falls with Riot on the 28th. One That's voice. a single. That was a single. One, the, one voice. Tradition not trend on September 28th. Trashed again. Another way to fail. It's an EP, September 28th. Heroes of Charlotte. Heroes of Charlotte, self-titled uh, album. That's it. September 28th. Punishable Act 10 or, or X. I don't know. I don't either. September 28th, Nebraska, never let you down. September 29th, it usually does. Uh, Le Frappe with Encore Mieux que la année dernière. Yes, that was good. I like Fuck. it. September 30th. Dustin, tell us about what came out and it's coming out in October. October 1st, The Rosedales with Crush. It was a single. Sonic Ammunition, Vampires. I think it's a two track single. October 1st. Okay. Up the Pups. Compilation for Up the Pups. It's a dog uh, rescue yes, benefit. Yes. Uh, two Minute Miners putting it on. 30 bands on that. Go yeah. name your price. So go make a donation on Bandcamp for that one. Up the Pups. Up the Pups. Uh, complete with On the Edge came out October 3rd. That's tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Savage Beat with a, con- a split with Concrete Elite October 4th. Vanilla Pod. Goodbye, My Love, October 5th. Nasty Rumors with Straight to Your Heart, October 5th. Bitter Grounds, Two Sides of Hope, October 5th. Flea Market and Box Jellies with Flea Box. That's a split, October 5th. Eye Against Eye with Small Waves, October 5th. The Natterers, Head in Threatening Attitude. I keep saying that and keep feeling like I'm saying it wrong, but I looked it up. That's what it is. Head Head, in Threatening threatening attitude. Attitude, October 5th. Jenny Wu, Tear Down Walls, October 6th. The Lads with Counterculture, October 8th. Dirty Work, In the West End, October 10th. The Rum Jacks, Saints Preserve Us, October 12th. The Blanks, another single from the Blanks. They've been doing two-track singles Mm -hmm. for July, for August, September, and now October. That'll be eight tracks they've released, two each month on singles. October 12th, it's, it's a breakdown. 
Bass Amp and Dano. Chris, I should have let you say that when you say it wrong every time. Bass Amp and Dano. Yeah. Yeah. Extended full flavor edition is coming out October 12th. And Tom Morello, for everybody who's a fan of Tom Morello, who's been in various bands, including Rage Against the Machine, he's coming out with Police Lineup. On October twelfth, isn't that Rage Against the Machine? Yeah, Zach Roach is the singer. He's the guitar player oh, okay. that has like the, the, the very unique guitar sound. Let us know what we missed because I'm sure we missed something. You can get a hold of us on social media uh, and also on our website www.slcpunkcast.com. You can find me on social media at slcpunkchris, and you can find me on Twitter at another punk slc, and we're on slcpunkcast on Instagram and Facebook. Dustin, fuck you, get pumped. Yes. Direct Hit uh, has a uh, a lot going on right now. Uh, they're on a tour in Florida. Um, I was just reading a great article about them on the Milwaukee record. Uh, the lead singer, Nick Woods, just bought like a, a, a place to make a venue, to make an arcade and music venue. Sweet. Uh, there in Milwaukee. Um, Crown of Nothing is the album coming out. And um, it's on Fat Records, and it's on Fat Records. This is—I've already pre-ordered it, Chris. Oh, nice! This is Perfect Black. Uh, you can check out the music video. Check out the article, MilwaukeeRecord.com. Uh, music Watch Direct Hits post new Perfect Black video. Uh, check it out. Pretty cool. Dustin, we got a chance to see Direct Hit. What a great show. They're so great. You gotta check these guys out if you ever get a chance. And uh, yeah, we and I think that I say fuck you get pumped a lot. I got a guy at my work who doesn't even listen to Direct Hit because I say it so much at work. He says <laughs> it. <laughs> I like say it to fuck you get pumped, and then it's like, let's go do something to anybody. My wife, the kids, everybody. Um, yeah, man, I, I really like seeing Direct Hit continuing to move in a great direction. I think right. we've seen them get a little bit more closer to that hardcore appeal uh, every day. Right. And um, and it, it, this is no different. Just fucking what a great song. Hard hitting, fast, fucking don't fuck around. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to watch the video in its entirety. I, you know, it's one of those things I've clicked on and watched it for a few seconds. And squirrel. I'm going to have to look at that. <laughs> and uh, But, yeah, check it out. It's got some uh, great stuff from the road. And uh, who knows, maybe Salt Lake's in there somewhere. Chris, speaking of amazing bands live, because Direct Hit is. Yes. This band is. Oh, Slaves. By far. Two guys. Two guys. And we got a chance to talk about uh, Slaves. When we were at Punk Rock Bowling, we got right. to see them. And uh, you got a, a, you know, a great opportunity to see them here at Crucial We just Fest. came to Salt Lake City, of all fucking places. 
They're doing Salt Lake City in California. Two shows on the West Coast. They did like five. They're in the middle of that right uh-huh. now. They're doing like Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., New York, Boston, I think. And somehow Salt Lake City, out of the like seven shows they're doing in the U.S., yeah. Salt Lake City got to be one of them. Fuck yeah. There was no chance I was missing that shit. And again, it was worth it. I went to... I didn't have a lot of time, so I freed up time just to get to see them on that day. I saw right. uh, one of our, our great bands here in Salt Lake fail to follow on the next day, but that was it. Two-day festival, I saw two bands, one each day. These guys and fail to follow for sure, worth the price of admission, man. And, and it gets so much out of just two guys and, of course, lead singer. I thought he just came down when we were at Punk Rock Bowling because of the fight. There was a little f- fight by the pit because there's a guy got overzealous. It's like 9 o'clock in the morning, and he fucking thought, you know, yeah, everybody wants to go ahead and fight me now. Right. And and so everybody was like, dude, chill. And then the lead singer came down, and we I thought, you know, he was responding to the crowd. But that's just what he does. What he does. The, him, his name is Isaac Holman and Laurie Vincent, the, the guitar bass right. player. Both, man. They both jumped out in the pit a bunch of times. Moving around plants and shit. Flora and fauna being moved. Yes. These guys, such a good show. Go check out on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that. I posted a couple videos from the show. And if you get a chance, I hope you took advantage. They are worth a travel to go see these guys. Right, just standing there by himself with one drumstick, just fucking smashing the snare. Right. But he's like, he's like, hopping around. Yeah, he's like dancing while he's doing it too. Yeah. So he's like dancing, playing the drum, and singing. Fucking fun to watch. Yeah. Choco. 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 How do we get these guys on the show? Are we not good enough for them? We have to call. Let, We're not good enough, let, dude. Let's ask. Let, let them turn us down. <laughs> this is so fucking great, man. There's so many things I want to ask. Right? Just such a great stage presence. And he started off at Punk Rock Bowling. Tell me what he did at Crucial Fest, like in a suit. Oh, yeah. And then These he strips guys, down to just fucking I think pants. they're wearing matching black there. They're ma- wearing matching white pants, matching white shirt. Yes. And after the first song, he took his shirt off. Just fucking topless. Yeah. Fucking let's go. Yeah. What a great just fucking essence of attitude that, that he fucking portrays, right? Yes. And, and what a great song. And, and you know, it's funny. Fucking, we'd rather sing along with it and just talk about our experience, both of our experiences we've had with Slaves. Then it, it, They're just so fucking great. I know. And I... Uh, if you ever get a chance to see them, fucking just jump on it. Just Absolutely. go. It's fucking worth it. They, they're worth, just pull a video, pull up a video. You'll see a video and you'll want to be there. Yeah, exactly. You get, fuck, why am I not there? I don't even know if we said that song was called Chokehold. We did, but we off, sang it. It's off of Acts of Fear and Love came out August 17th of this year. So just a month and a half ago. And it was, that's track number six. We played, mm-hmm. uh, other okay. songs. Yeah. We played another song on the what's new <laughs> August, uh, uh, the life they want to live, right on. Uh, awesome track. These guys are so good. We played sockets on an episode way back in uh, Paranoid Visions episode back mm-hmm. in like January, December, and then I'm sure we played another track. Uh, 
so great. Yeah, fuck. I'm, I'm losing it. Just thinking of so many things. Yeah, These guys yeah, are awesome. And that's the problem is we sound like fucking idiots right now because we, we are overwhelmed. You know, you, you run into a band like this that you just really fucking enjoy watching. Uh, you know, they're doing their U- UK and Ireland tour 2018 video on their Facebook page. Look how many of those shows are already and, sold out. And they're already half, more than half are sold out. There's five still available. London, Birmingham, Belfast, Dublin, and Newcastle. So the big Most venues. of those, yeah, but most of those are a second date, same city. Oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, <laughs> yeah. And we're one of like 50 people standing in the crowd, right, at Punk Rock Bowling. You're one of 100 people standing in the crowd. And then you look at these guys. Everywhere they're just fucking selling out these fucking packed houses. Right. Two dudes. Two guys. Fucking who would have thought? Leeds is still available. Looks like. Yeah. Fucking go check them out. They're sold out of a bunch of places. There's there's some special guests and some other bands opening for them, and I'm sure they're great. But uh, I certainly would be there to see Slaves and to fucking take my shirt off too. <laughs> That's right. Because they're fucking great. All right, Chris, my theme for this episode, we have an interview with Sonic Ammunition. They're from Texas. Uh, so I'm going to play a bunch of bands from Texas. Yeah. And first band is Smart Boys. This track is called Rock and Roll Love Song. Their EP, I'm a Lion, came out April 20th of this year. This is track number two. These guys are from San Antonio, and they're on Crowd Control Media.
Dustin, you can find the Smart Boys uh, hitting some local shows there in San Antonio, November 9th in Houston, 10th and 17th in San Antonio. Fucking great music scene there. Not far from San Antonio's Austin. Right. We have a band from Austin playing on this. Hard Cell Gar- out of great. Austin, Sniper yeah. 66. Right. Some good fucking bands down there in Texas, no, I mean, man. Houston, well, uh, uh, Austin's like a, a music scene there. Sure. So it's, it's, it's uh, kind of a destination if you will um so yeah man well smart boys are great that is a punk rock and roll band three great brand new tracks man uh you know this year anyway uh check all those bands out smart boys great slaves great direct hits upcoming with that new one and it is already good both tracks they've released chris we're gonna move on to some older tracks yeah, so got? doing some old, good old oi and um, kind of like the grassroots of, of oi, at least uh, as far as the 90s are pertained to right here. Uh, 1989, out of Japan, the Discocks. Um, and uh, they're a cool band, man. Fucking Japanese oi, Dustin. Yeah, he's got some Tokyo. Isn't that cool? Yeah, this is... Fucked up in the city. Uh, what? This came out in '97. Yes. Uh, on the album "Long Live Oi," it's track ten. I remember right. They've like broken up, come together, broke up. Yes. I, I think they had like kind of uh, uh, some some changes there. Um, yes. Touring with Unseen Casualties, Blank '77. Fucking cool, man. And uh, yeah, check out "Fucked Up in the City" here. Discox. 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 Justin, uh, one great aspect of Japanese culture is that they take things from other cultures and Japanize them. And um, I, I think it's a really, it's a unique and very brilliant part of Japanese culture. They'll take American things and literally change the name to a Jap- Japanese sounding thing. So they'll take blue jeans and call them blue jinko. You know what I mean? They'll they'll literally just change it into something Japanese, and they've done the same here with oi. And I think it's really fucking cool, man. Yeah. And I, I I really like that about Japanese culture. And of course, there are aspects of Japanese culture that definitely uh, invade American culture, and we keep it with a Japanese sounding name. Um, Pocket monsters, right? Um, but uh, yeah, man, cool band, and I, I just I, I like Japanese punk rock in that it's something that they take, you know, something that's American or, or British, and just give it that little bit of a, a shake to make it Japanese. That's fucking cool, man. Uh, you know, great great aspect to their culture. 
It is a good track. It's a good pick, man. I've never heard of the Discogs before you, you, you made this pick. Fun band. Yeah, been around a while, obviously, since 89. All right. The last thing posted on their fucking Facebook was from 26. Oh, no, 2017. It was their 15th anniversary gig then. What do you got, Dustin? Another band who probably hasn't posted on Facebook in a while, Chris, because they haven't been a band in a while. (laughs) So this is Born to Lose. They're from Austin, Texas. They started in 2000, put out a bunch of albums. This album is Sweet Misery. The track is called Anthem, which is track number 12. Deep track, Chris. This came out May 2nd, 2006. Yeah, they posted something in 2014, then again in February. Yeah, 2012, they kind of uh, really haven't been active as a band since then. Chris, these guys were from Austin, Texas. They actually got a lot of notoriety or were more famous or more successful in Europe. And so they did a lot of traveling over in Europe and Germany, Czech Republic, stuff like that. And uh, if you're into these guys, go check them out. They got a bunch of albums. Again, this one's Sweet Misery. Uh, the singer, Clink, he's been working Chris. on his acoustics. Uh, in a project called Nowhere Bound since 20, 2012, yeah. and the drummer Ian Walling is right. in the band Threes Away. Right on. Yeah, I was, I was just looking all those up, where they're at now, kind of. Yeah. Dustin, we're doing great cover to cover albums next, right? Yes. All right. That was uh, fun. Yes. Uh, real quick, that live show, man, failed to follow. I'm wearing the T-shirt. Oh, yeah. We got some shirts. I got Those a guys, shirt, but I don't quite fit in yet. Yeah, it gives they me didn't something have, to work for. They didn't have Chris size. Ah, oh, damn it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but they were awesome. They were Crucial Fest 8. Failed to follow was great. And again, 
Can't say enough, uh, you know, Slaves is just somebody, it's worth going to see. A lot of people I talked to, I talked to some of the guys that failed to follow, some of them were there that night and they just didn't know who Slaves were. They didn't even go into where they were playing. They missed out. Gosh. So if you don't know who Slaves are, go check out Slaves and then you'll know if you ever see that Slaves UK. Then go see Fail to Follow. You need to see that. Yeah, Fail to Follow. We want to do our own festival here and that's one band that we need to have. Oh, yeah. For sure. At the top of the list. Yes. Love watching those guys. I've got a few local bands that Dustin, I'm starting to lean towards as favorites. Press Gang Union. Yeah. Fail to follow. Yeah. Racist Kramer's up there. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, I'm. There's so I, many I, good I, ones, though, because I'll start thinking of, of the ones, other ones. I've actually been making a online. list of the local bands for when we do our show. And that list of just, you know, I don't want to do just local bands. Yeah. I want to bring in a few others. But the list of local bands is probably like at 12 already that I want to invite That's your, that's your so like, met, definitely. Yeah, it just right. means we're going to have to have more stages going on. Dustin, Hi, Chris. Uh, one of the uh, Rolling Stones' top 40 all-time punk bands is the Stooges Funhouse. Albums, right? Albums, yes. Yeah. And you got to see the Stooges live at Punk Rock Bowling. It was Iggy. But he did do some of the Stooges songs. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. It was Iggy Pop. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I thought it was they were doing Stooges stuff. So He did a few of those, but he did uh, he kind of mixed it up. It was probably like half and half Stooges oh, okay. and half, you know, right. Iggy Pop stuff. Uh, TVI Track 3. This came out in 1970. Uh, we're also going to listen to 1970 and Down on the Street, which is a personal favorite. Um, yeah, man. Um, it's, it's a developing punk rock album right it's well in 1970 yeah i mean that's what that's the origins right that's where it's being built the ramones it's like uh it's like primordial man right yeah it's, it's still in the ooze at this point mc5 you know people still go back and say those bands and these sounds are what started it but if you listen to that and just like like you know 77 sound mm-hmm. for example it's different but oh yeah this, this is punk. the origins of it and, of course, Iggy's going to do just crazy shit, right? Uh, yeah. Like, make noises. Yes. Loud noises! All right, let's check a little bit of TVI out.
Iggy. Yeah, that's TVI. Chris, we're going to have 1970 come up. It's a pretty long track, 514. So we're going to let's, uh, let's talk just, a little bit, yeah, listen yeah, yeah. a little bit, and then we're going to move on. Yeah, man. Why'd you pick 1970? Just because so, that was the so, year it was made, or what's going on? You know, I was... I actually kind of wanted input, I guess. So I think that I pulled TVI from the Rolling Stone article... And then I think I pulled 1970 because it was covered by a few other punk bands later on kind of deal. Um, Iggy and the Stooges. If I remember right, I'm trying to remember who fucking covered it. Anyways, um, yeah, man. This is off Funhouse. Let's take a quick listen and we'll fucking come back in, huh? Alright, Dustin, 1970, you know, in 1999, Rhino Records did a, um, uh, a cool thing. They did the Funhouse Sessions. So what they did was is they featured every take of every song from every day of the recording of the album. Wow. Um, and they released single versions of the next song we're going to hear down the street, and this one, 1970. Um, and what's also kind of interesting, um, they did like a newly remastered um, version of it they had a bunch of outtakes and stuff too um but they did a remastered version of 1970 that ended up in tony hawk underground 2 video game sir nice. That's uh, cool. which is pretty fucking cool this song down on the street also ended up on a video game battlefield hardline in 2015, the remastered version. This is the original 1970 version, though. Um, and it's a. I, I like this song. This is this is one that I I enjoy. Very bluesy band. Um, but of course, think about it, right? We're we're talking 60s here, right? We're taking 60s rock, and Iggy Pop's gonna add some kind of um, some pissed off tivity. <laughs> pissed off tivity. Yeah, to to the lyrics. Um, and I mean. Iggy Pop, Dustin. This guy rolled around on glass on stage. Yeah. He's he's well known um, for his antics on stage. The the screaming, the come on, right? Like right. fucking that nobody else was doing at that time. The Beatles certainly couldn't do it. Last year uh, when not I saw all the way anyways. When I saw him last year, he was nonstop moving. Saves the stage, climbing up on stuff, just constantly right. moving, constantly jumping around doing stuff. Fucking fantastic. Um, yeah, man. And uh, down on the street. 
fucking got a little darkness to it, huh? It does. I can see it being on the video game like Battlefront or Battle, Battle whatever. Yeah, Battlefield. I don't even know what Battle this Field. fucking game is. Let me click I think on it's a it. war game, like a Battlefield shooter. Hardline, a first-person shooter, published by EA. It was on the Battlefield. I don't know. Let's listen. There you go, Iggy. On that reissue, Dustin, that I was talking about, that 05 reissue, disc two, you've got three, uh, excuse me, two versions of Down on the Street, take one and take eight. Pretty fucking cool. That is cool. To get a chance to kind of hear the creation of this. How old's Iggy? About 600? Hey, something like that. 71, dude. From Muskegon, Michigan. Band's from, yeah, Ann Arbor. Listed is from Ann Arbor, so yeah, it'd be Michigan. <laughs> James Duell Osterberg Jr. Iggy Pop. James Duell Osterberg Jr.? James Newell Osterberg Jr. Nice. Fuck yeah, dude. Most rock and roll thing I've ever. I'm gonna say the most rock and roll thing ever in the history of our podcast. Are you ready? Let's do it. On March 21st, 1976, David Bowie and Iggy Pop were arrested together for marijuana possession in Rochester, New York, although charges were later dropped. <laughs> yes. Is that not the single most just rock and not punk rock, most rock and roll thing? we've ever said on this podcast absolutely now how is it that we could get a time machine and go back to march 21st 1976 <laughs> and just beat hey mr bowie mr pop can we just ride in this car that we're gonna ride in with you just so we could be arrested with them right for marijuana possession how fucking cool is that in rochester and those of you that don't know uh that that whole area in upstate new york it's like it's like Syracuse, Rochester, Buffalo, Palmyra. These are all back in the back in the second Great Awakening portion of the United States' history. These were like the most religious places in the U.S. And so they're they're a little bit they're a lot different from downtown New York City, right? This is right. upstate New York, a little bit different place. So uh, very fitting. Well, Chris. What Speaking do you got, of somewhere man? that's Sorry, not just, New York. I just fucking just gonna keep fucking talking. I, I fucking I, I'm I'm moved by stuff like that. We're Hold gonna it. go to San Antonio, Texas, yeah. where Sonic Ammunition is. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna be on tour. I think the tour might have just started. They're gonna be in Salt Lake. We're gonna go check them out yeah. on the nineteenth. Go check Fuck them out yeah. wherever they're at. Listen to them. They have the Hallucination EP. They got a vampire single that should be coming out anytime right now. This track right here is track one off the Hallucination, Hallucination EP, Asduction.
Yeah. All right. So, Asduction, great track. We're going to go to right into the next track, track two, House of Insanity, Sonic Ammunition, Hallucination, another great track. Almost, we're going to talk about this in the interview, but almost kind of Halloween themed right. the band is, you know, and that's a great time of year to have these guys touring. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to go see them. We're going to listen to House of Insanity. Art gave Milo. Yes. All going to join me. Chris was unable to attend I when I did it. I was here. I was doing something else. October 21st, Denver. The 19th, I believe they're here in Salt Lake. 19th here, October 4th in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Oh, oh yeah, good. you're going up to Kenosha. Yes. All right, we're going to listen to House of Insanity, and then the interview's coming up. That was House of Insanity, and now I'm joined with the guys from Sonic Ammunition. Thank you for joining me. Woo, what's up? Yeah, what's going on, man? Introduce yourselves and let us know who we're talking to. Uh, I'm Art. I play guitar and do vocals. I'm Milo. I play the drums. And I'm Gabriel, and I slap at the back. All right, so Art, Milo, and Gabe, thanks for joining us here on SLC Punkcast. Tell us, tell us about how the band got started. When did you start? Uh, the band got started about almost about two years ago. Just me, started the idea of wanting to start a band since forever. Actually, I had the idea since years before that. I knew Milo since high school. He played sick drums, so I thought, well, why the hell not? Let's do a band, and we just started doing that. And my brother played bass, and we just got together, and that was that, really. I don't know why it took us so long to start jamming, but we did. That's pretty much that. So the band name is Sonic Ammunition. Tell me about the band name. The band name is just pretty much straightforward what it is. Uh, Sonic Ammunition, you know, just sound, raw, hard, fast sound. 
pretty much how we play. Were you playing in other bands? Have any of you played in any other bands previous to Sonic Ammunition? Oh, yeah, I played in a, in a couple of bands before Sonic Ammunition. Never played in another band before. Yeah, same here. It's a good project. You guys have two releases. Uh, you guys released a demo. That was two tracks, and that was August 2016. And then last year, December 29th, you guys put out Hallucination. You got a six-track EP. What do you guys got coming up? Oh, uh, We actually got something coming out right before we took up for tour in October. It's going to be October 1st. It's going to be uh, a new EP. We got the two-track EP called Vampires. It's, gonna, it's a pretty good EP, though. It's going to be about a good 12, 13-minute EP. A lot, of, a lot of stuff in there that's not in the other EP or the demo you've heard. Uh, it's got some good stuff. we got more than just the guitar and bass and drums going on in there. Yeah, <laughs> some good stuff coming out of there. There's also a music video for our first one that's on the track, Vampires, on YouTube right now. You said, yeah, I don't know if you've seen yet or anybody, but yeah, check it out. It's pretty better. Yes, I'll make sure to share it out. I was watching it earlier today, and I think I watched it last week when you guys uh, first forwarded it to me. It's cool. Do you guys enjoy playing Vampires? Oh, yeah, dude. Every time. <laughs> well, speaking of vampires, describe your style of punk. You know, your sound isn't necessarily horror punk, but maybe the theme of the songs might be a little horror punk. What do you guys describe your punk as? Yeah, uh, well, like, our music progressed. You can, I don't know if you can notice, but I mean, from the demo to now, it's just been different, and that's what Vampire is going to be. It's actually going to be a lot more darker, a little more uh, aggressive and uh, more melodic. And just like I said, we're going to have a lot more things in there. Just the basic uh, guitar, bass, and drums, you know. But uh, I guess for right now, the sound is pretty much just, just fast, loud, uh, energetic. That's pretty much it. Straightforward. That I, wouldn't, I wouldn't really call it good rock and roll, man. Just, good, just fast rock and roll. I like what you guys got going. And what inspires your music? What inspires the lyrics? Life in general. And then, well, because we're, we're big horror fans. Like, I mean, since we're our kids, we've loved, you know, the old... 1931 Lugosi films from then and since now, you know, just the good stuff. And, uh, you know, and then, too, live is pretty fucked, you know, all around the world and everything. So we kind of, I kind of just mix the lyrics in between that, and, you know, between, between, I guess, between the lines. The music world and real life. Music yeah, world. Yeah. The horror genre mixed with that. Are there any horror punk bands or bands that just have that horror theme similar to what you guys have, may, even though you may not have that horror punk sound? That you guys like to play with, that you like to listen to? Oh, we, we like playing with a lot of bands, especially like versatile bands. I mean, there's a lot of bands out there. I mean, I, I don't really honestly have not heard a band that sounds like us. You know, I honestly do feel we kind of have our own sound now. You know, especially with the new stuff coming out. Yeah, but yeah, uh, the little theatrics too. Yeah, but but I mean, every band that we play with, I mean, a lot, there's a lot of good horror bands out there. Uh, you know, like I said, we like to play with all kinds. And we just recently played with a band here in San Antonio called a. Uh, Phantom, and they're they're not even horror punk at all. I mean, they're horror related, but they're more of like a dark uh, bad cave sound, you know. But I mean, those guys kick ass. We enjoyed playing with them and the crowd and the kids came out and everybody. And I don't know. We really don't have like a like a term there. We just just the fact that it, if it's in the horror genre or just you know good music, man, it's awesome. With you guys being from San Antonio, Texas, do you play a lot of your live shows in Texas? Because Texas is huge. Have you pre uh, previously played a lot of shows outside of Texas? Yeah, actually, uh, we do. We do play a lot in Texas, uh, but we try to as much as we can to get out. First show was actually in uh, Colorado Springs. Yeah. You know, and uh, after that, man, we, we need to come back out. So. We do play Texas a lot, too, much, too much, but yeah. we do play outside of our 
our town, like the cities of Austin, Dallas, and stuff like that, those are always great. Yeah, we do make an effort to go out a lot. Like we we, we played Salt Lake City, I think, like a couple of times. We just got we just did a tour in uh, January. We went with some friends out there, and uh, that was great. We went all West Coast, came down to Mid Coast. Probably on doing that again in October. So yeah, we we try to play as much as we can. But yeah, we do hit up Texas. Texas is great though. Always. Yeah, it's a good crowd, great sport. Always good citizens. You have Salt Lake City on your upcoming tour on October 19th. When are you guys hitting the road? For how long? How many shows are you going to do? We're going to do about, looking at about 14 shows right now. We're going to hit the road on October 9th. Our first show is going to be October 10th in Tucson, Arizona. We have two shows in Arizona, and then we're going to hit California. Los Angeles will be our first show. We're going to go down there for a couple of days. Then we're going to head straight to Reno, Nevada. And then to you guys, Salt Lake City will be Friday, October 19th. We'll be playing with you, Slut. And then we'll be coming down to Colorado and Texas. And that'll be up. But yeah, it's about 13, 14 shows we got booked for that. Any bands that you're going to be playing with that you're looking forward to or any specific venues throughout that 14 shows? Man, I mean, we're looking forward to, to all the shows because a lot of the places we booked, we've never played. We didn't play on the last tour. So we're pretty excited to see that. As far as bands, there's a band called The Horrific that's from Dallas. Texas, they're pretty badass. Check them out. They're, they're horror punk as well. I'm excited to meet a bunch of bands that we haven't played with. Last tour, we made some lot of bands. Like, there's a band called Birth of Monsters, too, from uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Check them out. They're, they're another good horror punk band, horror-related genre band. They're, they got their own sound. They're rowdy. For your Salt Lake City show, do you know who you're playing with on that date? We're booking with uh, Slut City Punk. So uh, they have uh, Instagram. They usually post a lot. Uh, we will see them. If you guys want to follow us on uh, Instagram and Facebook, we're always constantly on there. So that would be the best way to keep up with it. But it is it is going to go down Friday, October 19th. Yes, Slut City Punks does a variety of shows, a couple venues around town. You guys on social media, that is. You're going to be at Sonic Ammunition on Facebook, Sonic underscore and Ammunition on Instagram, and you even have a Twitter at Sonic Ammunition. Is there any other places online that we should be looking for Sonic Ammunition? You should check out our YouTube, man. Stay tuned for that. We'll be definitely yes, YouTube, our we have our videos on there right now. You can check out the Vampires video. And then we have Optimum Insanity, you know, clip video on there too as well. Check that out. It's pretty cool. But yeah, that Tinder account is deleted. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of kind of live, you know, you guys are here with us on the radio, but you guys are doing or have done recently radio interview for Bob's Asylum Radio. How'd that go, September 22nd? Oh, yeah, that was great. That was, that was yesterday. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we did yesterday. It was pretty fun. Bob's a great guy. And that's on whatever68.com? Yeah, whatever68radio.com. I believe he's based out of Fort Worth. And then it looks like you have another on your upcoming shows or live events that you're doing. You have a live phone interview with Just the Ska Kid. I have no idea who that is, but tell me about it. Oh, yeah, her, she, uh, she's going to do the same thing. Probably. I think we're going to do a phone interview. We wanted to do a live, but, I mean, couldn't make it out to Washington, unfortunately. So we'll do that next time for sure. We'll get out there. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be another phone interview. It's going to be great. She's based out of Washington as well. Uh, she does a lot of bands, too. Scott, she does a lot of different bands. She does, a, from, like, punk rock to thrash to uh, ska. Obviously, you're a ska kid, but... She- <laughs> Yeah, she's, she's cool, too, as well. Check out her stuff. She has a lot of good stuff on her show, as well. Yeah, no, it's been great. Like, I mean, there's been so many great people on our on our first long tour that we went on. It was so fortunate. Like, everyone asked me how I went, and it was great. We had nothing bad to say. I mean, everybody who came across was really helpful. Uh, the Pirate Punks uh, from Tucson, Arizona were really great. Dan, based out of uh, California, Scatter from Salt Lake City is great. Every, everybody that we came across, I'm forgetting to name anybody, I'm sorry. Thank you, everybody, on that tour. But it was great. Like I said, 
the community is great. The fun community has been great to us. We love it. So first, you know, we kind of talked about what influences music, but are there any specific punk bands out there, What, no matter the genre, but that influenced you guys to be in punk bands to make the music that you make? A lot. Like, well, there's bands. Like, there's a band that I, I really dig called No Problem, and their aggression and raw had a big influence on me. Influences wise, I listen to a lot of music. I mean, it keeps me from the clash, and I like a lot of 80s. I like a lot of 80s metal. I like, I like a lot of stuff. Oh, okay, right now, you want to go for a mile? You go first. Uh, well, lately I've been recent, uh, listening to a lot of Motley Crue and Sabotage, and like growing up, I would just hear like you know early early Maiden and Queensrÿche and all that. And I guess that just you know somehow I mix that with my drumming into like our stuff that we do, and I mean that's about it with me as like right now, just listening to stuff like that. But yeah, I listen to just about like almost any little thing I can get my hands on. Oh yeah, well, um, yeah, I listen to like a lot of street fun man. Like, I just got into like the attic stuff. But like lately, I've been listening to like a lot of old rock too. Like, especially like Rush, man. Like I've been listening to them like crazy. And like before, too, I never used to like them, but uh, like the the bass player too. He has a lot of cool stuff going on. So that's why I like to to listen to like bass parts and old rock. Yeah, same here. I grew I grew up listening to a lot of music. I actually grew up in a Christian based home, so I used to listen to a lot of churchy music. Like you know, in the early early stuff. I guess like when you're a kid, it was like a really like old rundown church and I don't know I wasn't so much into the work and the music and what they were saying but the sound of it and the bass pumping I really dug and that's what I think had a big when I first started playing bass then I started getting to more of like you know the earlier stuff of like Flick Clash and then I started listening to more harder stuff like Casualties and you know it just progressed from there and since then I'm listening to like everything like that you know 80s 90s whatever the hell not 90s yeah <laughs> well part two to that question is what is something not punk at all you listen to? So Chris and I do what we call guilty pleasures. We wrap up all of our episodes with a guilty pleasures choices. So something that's not punk. Sometimes I pick new wave music. Sometimes Chris has been picking outlaw country, a variety of music. So what is something completely not punk that you guys listen to? I'll hear uh, some the dark folk and horror folk, and then uh, mainly like just nothing but like Beethoven, the old classical renaissance you know baroque style of music yeah that's me man <laughs> i guess mine would be uh, i'd like snow patrol's first album all right i'm gonna go out and say all right i'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the pants down and say i like there's one album that i really like it has like chasing cars and that. that's pretty good that's my guilty pleasure right there that i don't think i even told these guys i saw you too <laughs> You know, the, a, a song, I guess, but the guilty pleasure, kind of weird. I, I get weird with the I'm Blue by Echo 65. Well, you guys will be out hitting tour here before too long, October 9th. So are there any live shows that you've either attended or played that stand out to you? On, on tour? On, I mean, a lot of good shows, yes. But, I mean, the one that I've really liked was uh, we, played really, we played in uh, Denver, Colorado. I believe it was at the that Seven Circle? Yeah, Seven, seven Circle. Is that, it's like a... No, 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 no. Denver Collins. Yeah, Denver Collins. Denver Colorado, yeah, it's called Seven Circle. And uh, that place was awesome, man. It's like DIY uh, venue, but it's like, it's legit, man. It's, they, got a, they got a pretty good thing going on. You walk in there and they got like a store with like all these badass old magazines from like the 80s, 70s, and it's like all punk rock stuff. They have like old records there. Uh, they got an arcade there that's badass with a bunch of games and stuff. But they got, they got a lot of stuff. I mean, that's the place to go. You walk in there, there's a great hangout spot. The people there are great. Orders there are cool. Sounds great. It's just awesome. That was one of my favorite spots we played at on tour. And then Phoenix, Arizona, we actually had a mishap happen to us. We had a show booked in for 
LA, but some shit fell through. Uh, it happened. But we had nowhere to play that day, and the Pirate Punks actually helped us out and booked us a six show in Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, man, that that house party was crazy. Like, yeah, dude, that was sick. Like everybody was moshing, crowd surfing. Like that house was insane. I, I hadn't been to a party like that never. That was sick. So shout out to them. That was dope. Last thing I'm gonna ask: Is there anything else? We should know about Sonic Ammunition. We're gonna be real. <laughs> Just stay, stay with us and follow us, please, on the Instagram and Facebook. Stay on YouTube. We're gonna have. We're actually getting released some good stuff out. We have our new EP coming out right before we take off for tour. It's gonna be released on Bandcamp. We have our previous releases on Bandcamp. Check that out. And that's that, man. We got some good shows coming out. Yeah, we got some good shows coming. Just follow us, man. Definitely. Really good band. Check it out. Come party with us. Rock and roll, motherfuckers. Yes, I'm looking forward to it, Chris and I. I'm gonna get Chris out there. Hopefully, he doesn't have something going on that night but we're gonna get out there we'll meet you on october 19th can't wait guys thank you for joining us on the show hey, thank, thank you, you for having us man. absolutely you. next up we're gonna play diy Thanks again to the guys in Sonic Ammunition. Yeah. We're looking forward to them coming up. Yeah, sorry that I, sorry I wasn't there. Yes. Well, we can go see the show and you can meet them and we can talk to them then. Uh, we're going to play four tracks from these guys. Last one we're going to play is Punk Rock Kevin. So, shout out to whoever Kevin is, Punk Rock Kevin. This is the last track from Sonic Ammunition on this episode. Catch them on tour right now. Cool sound and a cool theme, man. Very thematic for October. Even though it's not horror punk sounding, it's very thematic for October.
Sonic Ammunition. Yeah. Thanks for some San Antonio punk. Uh, those guys are great. Catch them. Chris, we're going to do some guilty pleasures and wrap this shit up. What yeah, do you got? man. Stick with some outlaw country. You know, Merle Haggard was in San Quentin prison, convicted for burglary. Is that where Johnny Cash was? Or was he in Folsom prison? He, he played at Folsom prison. He played there. Yes. And Merle w- went to San Quentin. Uh, so Merle didn't get to see Johnny Cash. <laughs> no, no, not live in jail. All right. Merle Haggard is uh, from Bakersfield, California, Dustin. He's, he's uh, part of those group of people that came from Oklahoma along with my family uh, and settled in central San Joaquin Valley. And uh, they weren't raised by their parents. Look for gold? No. Th- this was uh, migrant farm workers during the Great Depression. Okay. Um, so 1920s. Great. Um, yeah, j- just a generation before me, pretty right. much. Yeah, um, or 1920s. What am I saying? 19, 1930s and into the 40s. My old man was born in 45. Um, but yeah, Merle Haggard, uh, he released a lot of stuff. This guy, he was fucking great. Um, as a matter of fact, I think the governor ended up pardoning him in order to get him out of jail. Um, and uh, he's famous for the Bakersfield sound. Very unique uh, sound in country western music that included guitars. But again, these guys are the guys that were keeping that sound, that old school country sound, while country music was going to, to pop music. Um, and uh, yeah, man, this is Fight Inside of Me. It's probably one of his most famous songs. Um, his last recording, Dustin was Kern River Blues, which was a song, uh, uh, you know, talking about how much he hated politicians. It was the last fucking song he recorded. Fight Inside of Me. December 1969. You running down my country, man. You walking on the fight inside me. Yeah, walking on the fight inside me. Running down with life by fight. So, uh, some other songs Mama Tried, like, you know, I was a fucking bad kid, but Mama Tried. <laughs> a Legend of Bonnie and Clyde. Sing Me Back Home, Hungry Eyes. What a great fucking singer. Um, and, and just the fact that this guy's an innovator, while at the same time was keeping things going. Um, you know, fucking... And, and you see some pictures of him, man. The Oki from Muskogee. He looks rough as shit, dude. It's fucking badass. He just looks like a fucking outlaw, man. Uh, lots of drugs. You know, started smoking pot when he was a kid. Uh, anyways, um, no, he started smoking when he was uh, like a later adult. But, you know, it was the other stuff that he was doing before that. Dustin. Chris, my pick for the week is a performer. Mm-hmm. He's from Texas. <laughs> now, now talk about the meaning of this song because the song's terrible. I'm sorry. I love the song. I am I not like a it. fan. I of like Don. This is Don Henley. Don Henley. But the I like his Dirty Laundry. I like the. It's off the album. I can't stand still. It's track six. It's from 1982. To give some context, Dustin, okay. I like the message. Right. The message is it's describing mass media sensationalism and yellow journalism, Chris. So it's talking right. about the callousness 
uh, and the tabloidization of the news, which is still applicable in our society it's, today. And it's been applicable for fucking ever. Yes. But ancient Rome, bread and circuses, fucking 1890s, the United States goes to war with Spain over yellow journalism, William Randolph Hearst. And here we go, 1980s, we're fucking doing shit too, right? Yeah. Pick them when they're up, pick them when they're down. Inspired by the deaths of John Belushi and Natalie Wood, just kind of like that over-the-top reporting of stuff like this, right? Yeah, exactly. They're always sensationalizing deaths, disasters, scandals. In our current news, the the circus that is that finding our our, uh, new justice, or not justice, but uh, judge, you know? Well, yeah, yeah, all this shit. Kavanaugh bullshit. Oh, God. It's everywhere. You yeah. can't fucking, you can't escape it. And it's, everybody's it's, fuck. It's all over the oh, fucking news. Fuck. Everybody's making fun of it. Saturday Night Live's already done a bit. Oh yeah, I saw that <laughs> with uh, Matt Damon. Yeah. And and you know, at the same time where we could have you here seen the Samuel L. Jackson one from Pulp Fiction? That's kind of blending. Like he's no. doing the interviews. <laughs> like there's all kinds of shit. And it's, it's one of those things. There's no fucking escape. Right. That's the problem. 24-hour news cycle. There's no fucking escape. And, and and I'd even like to point out, like, Operation Desert Storm in 91, the, the media literally fucking just like, let's go to war! Right? right? That's, that's part of it. Yeah. It's not just positive. There's no positive to this shit. No. It's all bad. And, uh, like, me personally, I don't even call the news the news. I call it some news. Infotainment. Because that's all you're getting is some it is, news. It is infotainment. Yep. That is my. That's straight out of my my uh, fucking propaganda professor. And I took too many propaganda classes in college, probably. But anyways, right out of my right out of his mouth. Infotainment. Yep. It's it's information. It is what's happening, but it's we have to sell based on how they want to show it. I to have you. to sell advertising. Yep. You know, Dustin, during World War II, Mel Blanc and Walt Disney were busy working for the government. They were making cartoons for the American government, anti-Japanese cartoons. Now, I'm not going to say that, you know, I'm not going to give an opinion as to whether we should have fought in World War II or not, because I I feel like that would be a a moot point. The point I'm making is, is that we were... Just as you know, in just as much propaganda as any other machine, right? In the 1940s, it carried into the 50s, it carried into the 60s with with Vietnam, and then and then in the 1960s, people started to kind of go, wait a minute, what the fuck, right? Right, and started to question this shit, and uh, we have a rise of things in the 70s, yeah. a, 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 a subculture of the 70s, and that's where we are. Fuck, punk rock. That's right. Outlaw country. Yep. Right? Fucking questioning. What the fuck? And Don Henley of the Eagles. Same thing. When he wasn't busy fucking getting teenagers high. <laughs> right? Fucking a la Bill Cosby. For right. sake. All right, All right Chris. 
We're going to wrap this up. Let's on, wrap it up. On Twitter, you can find some of these bands at direct hit underscore sucks at slaves. Chris is at SLC Punk Chris. And I'm, I'm at another punk SLC. I'm on Instagram at SLC Punk Chris. And on Instagram, there's at direct hit band, at slaves, at smart boys rock and roll, at sonic ammunition. Hey, you're you're running SLC Punkcast on Instagram. I am. Uh, on Facebook, at direct hit band, at slaves, at official SBRNR. At Discox, at Born to Lose, at Iggy and the Stooges, at so- uh, Sonic Ammunition, at Merle Haggard, he's dead now, but go on there anyways, at Don Henley, is he dead? No, I think he's still alive. All right, fuck it. Glenn Frey died, I think. Uh, uh, you but can Dad, find me at SLC Punk. Chris Dustin, you're running SLC Punkcast. Yes, sir, www.slcpunkcast.com, if you're still listening, thank you so much. You're the reason we do this. Shout out to Slut City Journal as well. And the Slut City Punks. Yeah, man. Fucking love it. Dustin. Yes. Play the fucking outro. 